heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Racing Pulse heads to the weekend, finding you plenty of winners. On Racing Pulse, it's Gator's Game Plan. Yes, it is Gator's Game Plan, one of the most downloaded and anticipated segments of the week with the guru himself, David Gately, who's here to help us try and find the winners on Ballarat Cup Day and also the Ingham meeting in Sydney. Morning, Gator. Very good morning. It is a very good morning, is it? Very good. Um, are you confident this weekend when we've got the spectre of rain hanging over us at Ballarat? Yeah, it's a bit of a challenge weather-wise and, you know, quite a number of uh, really competitive, you know, low benchmark races relatively, but um, look, hopefully that equates to a bit of value and we can come out in front. Who's your captain of the Gator squad this week? Well, I'm going to uh, gonna put in my... Uh, I'm going down the Kepler Vessels path here, so I'm going to come out swinging. Um, <laughs> race one, race one, number five, put the pads on, Sunset Dreaming. Um, first race on a massive day, and uh, this horse was terrific against the pattern in the Blue Sapphire, and then close up in the San Anguinis. I like the blinkers on, and uh, back in class here, so if we get anywhere near even money, um, I'll be very, very happy. Yes, it could be a big day on the home deck for Tony and Calvin McAvoy. Sunset Dreaming to kick us off. We're, we're currently $1.85, uh, so hopefully we might get a little roll of the board. If uh, Hopefully by race one you'd think the track will be okay, but if it does get into that soft range, does that hold any fears? Oh, look, um, it, it depends how soft, doesn't it? And uh, But look, uh, it, it's not a major concern. Um, but, yeah, if it, obviously if it got too heavy, there'd be uh, uncharted waters there. All right. Uh, that is the captain of the team, Sunset Dreaming, kicking the, the dew off in the first to build the bank. Uh, we can get about $1.85 at the moment. Uh, the long division, the race that you spent the most time on and uh, caused you the most headaches. <laughs> well, you had a few mates. But um, the uh, the Ingham is, is the long division race this week, and... Yeah, it's a terrific race, and $2 million, you expect that, I suppose, but um, just where do you go with this race? I mean, all the key hopes have drawn the car park. Um, others, you know, a bit out of form. Their best would win, the likes of Valana. Uh, you've got others, uh, you know, that are early in the prep, some deep into the prep. So, look, a real challenge um, for punters, but... Again, hopefully we can be rewarded if we get it right. Detonator Jack was pretty dominant in the lead-up. Uh, that was his first run in the blinkers. And I do like it when they uh, springboard uh, with a gear change or a distance change. Um, this was the former for this horse. and um, Yeah, so he he's the one to beat, I think. But, you know, that draw, he's going to need a bit of luck. And um, I've actually tipped Lions Raw on top at double-figure odds. So, I know he's massively overdue for a win, but I think he's flying and he finally draws a gate and he finally gets some weight relief. So, look, he'll need some luck with 20,000 horses in his way, but um, give us strength. So what price roughly is Lions Raw at the moment? Let me just have a look at the market. Um, a bit of value Early double for, for Lions Raw. Um, the other factor, I suppose, is that we're, we're currently on a soft five, but I think we'll be... In, Expectation for a good track on Saturday? Yep. 
yeah, no doubt. There's, uh, yeah, they're just all hot days. So we know how, how well the track dries these days, even when it's not super hot. So definitely working on a good track. Yeah, so you'd probably expect Detonator Jack would be advantaged with a softer surface as well. Yeah, look, he's probably uh, half a length uh, or so better with the jar out. But, um, look, I don't have any problem backing him on dry ground. I think if it got really firm, that'd be a whole different uh, spectrum. Again, similar to Sunset Dreaming. When you get right to the pointy ends of each side of that spectrum, uh, that's when um, variables can be magnified, yeah. $8.50 for Lions Raw. Um, And he has been a firmer, no doubt, since you put your... um your uh, your punting form guide out to all your loyal um, followers. So I was racing for yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. What what's sure the free <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're here for. What is yeah. the D Day horse this weekend? D Day uh, again. Well, it could have easily been Lions Raw. Could have easily been Sabinaka. We're getting sick of, but um, we'll go with Rocketing By. Who I think he's going pretty well. He's in the Razor Sharp. Um, he's certainly back a few notches from where we've seen him of late. He's run in the Hunter last. That was terrific. Uh, he's won, he's got a few mates on the card, both states that just needs that uh, other win. But look, I don't think he's disingenuous at all. Um, and you've got the the you know the two favourites that are. Uh, insurrection and with your blessings now insurrection has to be a little question mark at the end of 1200 and with your blessings has to be a little question mark on on firm ground so um with that in mind uh, i think rocketing by is um a really nice price to have a play uh, perhaps on the each way basis uh um but he's there to run well i think getting around about $11. So it is a nice each-way play, rocketing by in the Razor Sharp. That's race eight at Randwick. Um, Is the highlight the Ballarat Cup then? Yeah, I think it is. Obviously, um, not sure if you know where the triple acceptor Foxy Cleopatra is running, but... um, Ballarat. She's going to Ballarat, okay. Uh, Yeah, she... um, That's interesting. So uh, I think it's the highlight. Um, I think Young Worth is the horse that... Brings in the best form. I mean, he just beat home Zaki. He just beat home some some genuine weight for age horses in a group one. And I think they've worked him out now. This gap between races seems to be the key to him. He's got to carry the weight, sure. But, uh, look, I think he's the one to beat. Foxy's a danger. Captain Envious uh, was terrific last time, if you're a believer in the pattern. And ain't no deal done. It's the same as last week for him. Uh, dry track, he can win. Soft track is a big risk. Yeah, and again, it could end up being a scratching on the day of this rain hit. So yep. we'll we'll wait to see. So Young Verta is uh, the tip in the Ballarat Cup. There's a few SMSs uh, coming through here. Hey, Gato, um, what do you make of just folk on the backup on Saturday? He's a horse that I like generally. Um, I think he's a length better with the jar out of the tracks. So if the rains come again as it did last week, he was the play, wasn't he? We referenced that last Thursday. And um, then his next challenge is the 2,000 metres here. So um, I've got a little query on it, to be honest, the back end of 2,000 on that horse. But um, he's so genuine. He's tough to leave out. Uh, but I had to shuffle him down the pecking order uh, for that reason. Who's your uh, night watchman? You've had a pretty good strike rate in the recent weeks with your night watchman. Who was it this week? Yeah, they're going pretty well. Um, last week we had a miss with Sebenak, who still didn't, still never got out. He might well have won it. Anyway, we move on. Uh, Brudenell this week, so the last at Ramwick, uh, I think was just okay fresh. But I, 
I was a query for him in that race, a thousand metres, uh, heavy track, uh, and he's he's generally a good second up horse anyway. So um, I think getting to 1100 with the added fitness dry ground, I think he'll improve pretty sharply here. They'll use gate one, he'll kick up, and give us a great side. And he's near double figure odds as well. So there's a few on the card on Saturday in Sydney. And if we can land one or two, we're, we're happy because they don't all have to win. Yeah, when uh, you're getting prices there, as you say. So, uh, Brudenell, number two, race 10, $8. It is the Night Watchman. Um, hey, Gator, I'm keen of Age of Kings in the Ingham. think it can be a big improver second up and overs. Uh, what are your thoughts? That's from Winkers. Yeah, look, um, I, I take the point, and I'd never talk you out of a tip, especially at a decent price. But I probably wanted to see a little more last time, to be honest. And, look, when, you, when you've got such a race where um, there's just such a fine line between so many, you don't need uh, much of a, uh, um, you know, a, a detraction, if you like, or a negative, for want of a better word, to, to just shuffle them down that pecking order because there's just not much between so many of them. So um, that's my reasoning. But, again, I'd never talk you out of a, a good priced uh, a, uh, selection. Another question from a listener. Hey, Gator, I give um, Big Story a big chance in race six at Ballarat on Saturday, currently around about an $8 chance. What do you think? No, I agree. I think he's a serious winning hope. I think there are a lot of them in that race, but uh, he's my second pick for what it's worth. And he's probably the one with a bit more upside than a few of these. You know, I like the way he found the line last time. He's only early in the prep, so he fits the profile, doesn't he, end of carnival. Um, they're the horses I tend to focus uh, in on a bit more, um, other than those that are sort of deep into a, a lot, which can be a long spring. So, yeah, winning hope in my humble. Uh, in that same race, Jeff wants your thoughts on uh, Torrezino. Torrezino, look, he's probably one um, that's in that second or third level of chances uh, for me. Um, but, look, again, just going through the, the race, I mean, even our, our fifth pick, Crackerjack Prince, is, um, you know, he's flying, and you could make a similar case to him as your top pick. So um, that's pretty much the theme, though, isn't it, of, of benchmark 70 and 78 races. When you've got good prizemen, they all want to be there. So, again, I wouldn't talk you out of him. He's got some upside in the prep as well. Uh, have you had a look at the two-year-old classic? And um, is it confidence or is this a race that you'd be w wanting to watch? Uh, which which two-year-old race? Uh, the Magic Millions two-year-old classic where we've got uh, the favourite Arabian Summer from the McAvoy Yard. Race two. Yeah, no, I've done all the... Yeah, and I've looked at all the races, Michael. Uh, this is, It's not your first day, is it? Is this your... No, you're good? Okay. Some um, days you don't like to bet in these races, Gator. So I was just giving <laughs> you the opportunity to say, um, look, I, I think it's a watch race or right. open the shoulders. Yeah, no, good call. No, it's nice you to back over that. Look, the Arabian Summer <laughs> was um, a good debut, I thought, behind a promising one. Thrashed the third horse and he crossed the line with it. Enzina last week, uh, well not last week, but uh, um, last start, and Enzina, we saw what she did last week at Flemington, and I don't think he loved her straight either, so back around a bend, 1,000 metres, a couple of his key rivals, a dual acceptance in Adelaide, I noted that, but um, Arabian Sun will be top pick for me. Uh, another SMS here saying, are you giving Sebenak another chance? Well, yeah, I have to, because... Um, it, we just never know what would have happened last start. I mean, he would have had to have performed well to beat Legio 10, who ran a monster last 600, but he was just bolting, and he had nowhere to go. And 
those leaders went hard. They came right back in his lap, and it was I, look. I knew from the five hundred we were toast. Um, anyway, uh, we lived to fight another day. Hopefully, that's on Saturday. I think it, I think a really wet track would be a problem for him, though. Um, so just keep an eye on the skies. But um, uh, yeah, soft tracks okay. Good tracks better. We got a bit of inside mail off Henry Dwyer a little earlier, where he said. Um, Calvin's declared uh, the two-year-old, which you like as well, and he said uh, Andrew Noblet's talking up all about Eve in race number three. Um, mm. Where is she in your ratings? She uh, very close to top pick. Um, she's second pick. She's tried well. She was terrific. Second, fresh last time into a horse called Vivianne, who was flying at the time, and then strung wins. Um, she actually won uh, fresh up here her previous campaign. So, look, I, I think she's going to run really well if you can run on because she'll be back. But I've just gone to, I've just lent to give giggles on top narrowly over her. But, again, benchmark 70, competitive race. Um, I'm happy to have a few plays in that race or play some Quinellas might be the way to go. Uh, this is a good one. Michael, can you ask Gator if he looks at jockeys on the horses that he picks? Does it help him pick them? That's Ken from Cranbourne because you're usually pretty disparaging about jockeys, aren't you? Oh. Jeez, I wouldn't use that word. Uh, I, would, I don't think that's the wrong word. But um, I, 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 look, I'll put it this way. It's not the first thing I look at. You know, I think that the horse does the running. So, um, And I say that with great respect, as you know. But um, uh, look, I, I think where the jockeys come in, in my humble, is when they've got a really good rapport with the animal. I think that is a big factor. Um, a significant jockey change can help from a from a relatively inexperienced, like a, a young apprentice to a senior jockey, that sort of stuff, um, and of course vice versa. So uh, there are factors that, that come into it. It's one of many variables in our great game. Uh, SMS saying, have you had a chance to look at the Northerly yet? Will you be taking on Zaki? Uh, look, I haven't had a good look yet. I'm, I'm up to uh, don't Adelaide. I'm up to Queensland. Um, so we'll get to Ascot before Saturday. But um, I'm interested in the race. Obviously, Zaki creates a lot of interest. Um, he's not getting any younger, is he? But, um, look, he's probably still, uh, you'd think, highly competitive uh, uh, in that field. Uh, hello, guys. Gator, Waterford is in again. What do we do? That's from Rocky at Shepparton. Oh, jeez. Um, Dookie's tough. He's a tough one because it's not as if he doesn't try. But he's just got no early speed. He can't put himself in the race, even when he draws a gate. Um, he's often back, you know, with horses like uh, like Detonator Jack or like um, Democracy Manifest, and he's just not quite as good as them, you know? So he's back with those horses, and they finish a little better than him. So I don't know how else to put it. One of these days, the planets will align, and he'll get the clear running in the best part of the track, and he'll win. But we're out of money by then. Uh, last one, Gator. The last race at Ballarat looks like a raffle. Help us out with our quaddies. Yeah, no, it's a bit of a raffle, I think. Um, I, I quite like atmosphere, though. Um, uh, split some good ones last start. I think can lead or take a trail from gate one. He's got Hawaii 5 form. Um, and I think he's the way to go, but it certainly won't be solo in the quaddie. Now it's time for the world-famous parlay. Um, we got Gennady up last week. Um... Oh, Valana, here we go. I forgot to read this out. Uh, one of our listeners wants to know if you think Valana sleeps with the light on. <laughs> Look, he wasn't helped by a moderate speed. I mean, I, I mapped him up second or third, but he was back sixth um, in a slowly run race. He didn't get past King Magnus and had his back, so I can't sook. But um, 
Yeah, I think he's, he's racing a length below his best, and he was beaten about a length. Uh, this week's parlay, we're going Ballarat, parlay 2-3, win, Sunset Dreaming, race one, number five. Young Berta in the Cup, race eight, number one. Coming home, race 10, number 12, Atmosphere. So two, three, parlay, 25 bucks will cost you $100. Sunset Dreaming, race one, number five. Race eight, number one, Young Verta, race 10, number 12. A Gator's particularly snarky today. Uh, one of our mm. listeners wants to know, is everything okay, Gator? Look, no, we're ticking over nicely. Thanks for noticing. But um, we'll, uh, we'll be happier after Saturday when we're, uh, we're millionaires. Good luck, Gator. Thank you. I don't think he's particularly snug. He's pretty much like that all the time. He usually tries to hide it a bit better, though. So uh, that's just the usual Gator coming out today. <laughs> no, he's a good man, Gator.